You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series and syndicating for the A-List online. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith. What follows on this episode of the podcast series is a conversation between myself and Matt Catherine. He's a singer from the Bronx. Now, the reason for the conversation is to promote the Bronx's Tour of Australia, which is happening through October. I'll read out some dates. There's 11 in all. Thursday the 18th, they're playing here in Brisbane. Then they're playing at the Coolangatta Hotel on the Gold Coast on Friday the 19th. Sunday the 21st, they're playing the Northern in Byron Bay. We talk about that show. The Cambridge Hotel follows on the 24th of October, which is in Newcastle. Canberra, dreary old Canberra, gets a show on Thursday the 25th. Sydney gets one on Friday the 26th. Perth, you get one. Sunday the 28th. Adelaide on Monday the 29th. Ballarat, a regional show in Victoria. Tuesday the 30th, as is the show in Geelong, meaning it's in regional Victoria, on Wednesday the 31st. And that's it. Let's cut to the chase. Here he is, Matt from the band The Bronx. And Andrew, you are now on with Matt. Oh, thank you very much. Cheers. Hey, Hey, Matt. Hello, Matt. How's things, mate? Oh, man, everything's good, man. Mate, I'm doing very well, actually. You must be in my part of the world. I mean, uh, I'm on the Gold Coast, so you're, I think your first show's in Brisbane, isn't it? Yeah, cool. Yeah, no, I'm doing well, mate. I've been I've been looking forward to the tour. I'd, I'd love to get along to one of the shows, but I've just got so much going on. With I've got kids, and I'm believe it or not, I mean I'm, I'm in my forties, but I'm back at uni, so I don't have the funds that I used to have when I was working a full time job. So I can't get out to a lot of things. And let's face it, mate, if you if you go to the Bronx, mate, you want to have a few bevies whilst you're enjoying your manic punk rock music. So. Mate, unfortunately, <laughs> it's you were one of the few bands, mate, where I wouldn't want to be in a position where I wasn't drinking, to be quite frank. So, uh, yeah, what can I say, mate? I'm I'm sad that I missed out on the show, but I did see you perform a couple of years ago uh, when you played in uh, the Bronx Mariachi at uh, River Stage uh, with Violent Soho. Oh yeah, yeah, that was yeah, a good right show, on, man. man. Cool, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, hey, life, life happens. What's up? That was a good show, that one you guys put on back then. Um, I don't think a lot of the crowd were as prepared for the sort of music you guys were going to be playing, but the crowd certainly got it, and they weren't a crowd that I thought would understand what you guys were doing that day. Yeah, you know, sometimes with the mariachi stuff, it uh, it hits them, uh, it hits them a little late. You know what I mean? They they see it at first, and they 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 are excited because it's something different. Uh, but it takes them a little while to uh to digest it you know because it is kind of it is very unique you know so uh, it's something that we love to do you know and uh it's a big part of, of who we are and uh you know between both bands we have uh we have a lot going on so mm. <laughs> so, so it's, it's all good yeah i imagine and, and let's talk about these 11 dates because that's really the key factor there is you've got bloody 11 dates across Australia, and well over half of them are in regional locations, mate. So alluding to the fact that I mentioned earlier about beer drinking, how the hell are your livers going to survive 11 dates with the majority of these concerts in regional regional Australia? Well, you know, I mean, we are seasoned professionals <laughs> at this point, you know, so uh, hopefully our livers will be able to back us up. But no, it's, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's something that we've wanted to do for a while. 
And, you know, we, we want to, you know, we care about uh, what we're doing here in Australia and we want to grow, you know, and it's like, I know some of these regional shows, you know, they're not going to be like, you know, it, it, they're not going to be, you know, the, the knockout punches like the Sydney's or the, or the Melbourne, you know, or the, or the major cities could be, but it's like, I, I believe that they can get there, you know, and it's like, and, and for us, it's like, we just love playing music and we want to play music anywhere and everywhere that we possibly can. So, you know, we're really excited about going to these places that we've never been, mm. you know, and, and playing shows in, 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 in smaller clubs and just, and getting radical, you know, and, and spreading the word. Mm. Well, you're going to love Byron Bay and Coolangatta. I can tell you that. You just, you're, you're the sort of band that the, the venue down there, I think you, oh, I can't remember the name of the venue you're playing at Byron Bay, mate, but you wait and see until you can see the maniacs that are going to, that are going to be turning up and watching it perform at both of those locations. So, <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, right, you go. I think uh, I think Byron is the uh, it's the northern the northern I think that's I it. think that's where yeah. it is. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, the best show I've ever seen in my life was about fifteen years ago. Uh, I saw the psychedelic furs at the Coolangatta Hotel, and that's a venue that is a very very good rock and roll room. So, mate, I'd I'd probably say, mate, that you might finish this tour and go. You know what? Those two shows they were the highlight of it. You know, the big cities. You know, the Port Town, Sydney, and Melbourne. Of course, you're going to get a lot of people going along to them and no doubt they'll be sold out. But I think in terms of feedback and the way that the crowd interacts, mate, you'll you'll have trouble getting them off stage, mate, if you invite them on. It's gonna be like two of those sorts of shows. Hell uh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> Australia, mate, we have been a territory that has favoured you guys now for a long time. I'm sure that you're aware of that. But what do you put that down to? Because we do get some bands that tour here and it doesn't go that well. Believe me, I've, I've been in the audience where there's been 20 people in a, in a like a thousand capacity room, but not you guys. We get you guys and I think you get us. But what do you put the success of the relationship down to? Uh, you, you know, I, I think it's just, uh, it, it's, it's just an honest relationship. I think that it's just, uh, you know, we connected from the start. I think there's a great love of... Uh, of, of rock and roll and, and punk rock and and uh, just kind of culturally, you know, I think I think we're very similar. You know, I think uh, you know Los Angeles and California and, and is very similar in a lot of ways to Australia, and uh, it's just it's just a natural fit. Um, you know, it's just uh, we just got each other off the bat, and uh, and you know we're 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 hardworking dudes, so you know we we like to come down here whenever we can. You know, and I think that you know. People in Australia, they, they realize how far away they are, you know, from, from the rest of the world. And it's a good thing and it's a bad thing, you know. So I think they appreciate it when bands come out and when bands come out and, and, and you know, like give a shit, you know, like really care about what they're doing and, and coming out here and playing music. Because, you know, I think people appreciate it. Mate, they do. They do. And, and the fact that I don't know how many tours you've done down here, but it's, it's about half a dozen, I think, at this point in time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, at least, man. I mean, we've done we've done a lot of stuff, you know. We've done uh, pretty much every every major festival, uh, mm. you know, and a, a ton of support tours and our own tours, and you know, we 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 have a blast every time we come down here. Mm. But this this time around, I believe you're you're touring to promote the album V, or is it or is it five? Sorry, it's one of the two, but. That's also a unique album for you guys because in terms of the yeah, blocks... Yeah, either way. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's an interesting album for you guys because I know it's album effectively album number five for the Bronx proper. 
But it's the first time you've actually gone with an album title. So you've probably answered this elsewhere. So apologies. I haven't read online to see what the reason for this was. But what was the reason for going with an album title with this one rather than just stick to, sticking to an eponymous title? You know, it's, it's crazy. It's, uh, you know, so it, basically what we, what we did with the album titles is like we were just going to, you know, not, not name them anything. And uh, we were going to let the artwork speak for itself, and people were going to call it whatever they wanted to call it, whether it was based on a song or based on the artwork or just based on the number of the album. And uh, it's, it's really funny because for some reason, everybody thinks that we named this album, and we really didn't. It's just it's just the Roman numeral V for five. Oh, right. So okay. yep. people, people just think, you know, people think that, like, if people think that we are to be called the record something... And uh, but it, it, that's that's kind of what we wanted, you know. We want people just to call it whatever they want. So it wasn't something that we uh, intentionally did. It was just, uh, you know, it's just the artwork, really. Um, so yeah, it's still we're we're still technically, you know, going strong with not naming albums. Yeah, have you ever had fans or anybody in the media compare you guys to Weezer with that? Because I know they they did something similar. I think that they've they've named more self-titled albums since you guys have come out or so, but there's always been that parallel between the two bands and that there's there's really been make of the album what you want, call it whatever you want. We're just going to release it out there, and in your case, it's the Bronx, and in, in Weezer's case, it's Weezer. So have you got a lot of feedback, or have you even spoken to Rivers Cuomo or Brian Bell about that? I'll tell you what, I have, no one has ever compared the Bronx to Weezer, <laughs> ever. And you know, it, it, you're absolutely right. Though it is there, there is that there is definitely a parallel. And uh, I, I've met Rivers a couple times, but uh, never really had the opportunity to rap with him about uh, about about not <laughs> titling records. Uh, but I, I do, uh, I do got nothing but love for those guys. Yeah, sweet. No worries. All right, I'm going to take a bit of a, a, a tangent, uh, a bit of a right hand turn here. Mate, you, you are a band that are known as Road Warriors, so you've got some wonderful tales, no doubt, to share from the road. What's a tale that you feel comfortable sharing It can be as not safe for work as you like, because I do host an R-rated program and write for R-rated uh, publications? <laughs> um, well, uh, you know, let's see here. I mean, we've been out pretty much nonstop, man. I mean, we've been going since the beginning of the year. It was actually since last year, actually since the band started. You know what I mean? So, mm. uh, you know, every uh, every night is, uh, is is an amazing night when you get to play music and hang out with your friends. Uh, I did uh, on this uh, on this last run. Uh, we had a, a day off in uh, in Charleston, uh, South Carolina. And uh, it's a really, really cool, cool city. And uh, we ended up uh, uh, taking a bunch of mushrooms <laughs> and, uh, nice. and cruising around the city, cruising, cruising, cruising around the city, and just uh, and it was honestly it was one of the most amazing experiences I've had in a long time. Because growing up, I was a big uh, psychedelic guy, but it's been a minute before since I uh, since I really kind of jumped back into that stuff. So it was super crazy because. Uh, you know, South Carolina is, uh, you know, and, and Carolinas in general are, you know, it's, it's kind of civil war country. You know, there's mm -hmm. a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, kind of, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of history there. Yeah. So, cruising around, uh, we were cruising around on, the, on these little rented bikes and, uh, and, uh, and just, you know, we were all just high out of our minds and, and cruising around. And it was just, it was a beautiful day. And it's like, 
you know, there's nights where we go out and we party and, you know, it's like we don't really fight or anything like that. You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. like we go to bars and like look for trouble. Nowadays, it's more like, it's more about, you know, we just kind of, you know, we do mushrooms on our days off. You know what I mean? It's like that type of thing, you know, it's that type yeah. of vibe. So, uh, you know, any, any, any time like that, you know, it's like, we, that's what we've been doing lately. You know, luckily it hasn't, you know, landed any of us in jail. But, you know, you never know. So I did, uh, well, it was something really funny is that when we were flying, when we were getting ready to fly, uh, we flew from Nashville to uh, Houston and uh, from Houston to uh, to Sydney. And, and and so we literally, you know, when we got, when we landed in, in Houston, I reached in my jacket pocket and I had a big fucking bag of mushrooms oh, still in there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I flew, I flew on the flight from Nashville to uh, to Houston with mushrooms in my pocket, and then when I I was just about to get on the flight to go to Sydney, and I would have, I guaranteed, I, I mean, I don't know if I would have got busted, but thank God I realized it in time, so I I, I took a couple, and uh, and then I threw the rest away. So I was pretty high on the flight coming over here, but nice. uh, you know that's 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 about uh that's about you know. If the flight's 17 hours, you got to do something, you know what I mean? Oh, bloody oath you do, yeah. Look, when you get here too, there's a town that's not too far from Byron if you can manage it. I know you've got a tight schedule, but if someone can bring you out to a town called Nimbin, it's only about 50 or 60 k's away from Byron Bay, that is Australia's epicentre of psychedelics, and you're so close to it. Um, I go there quite a bit, and uh, there's lots of really nice cafes. Really? Yeah, man, you, you just look it up online. It's spelled N-I-M-B-I-N, but, mate, you'd love it. And it's it's a bit – it's very alternative, you know what I'm saying? It's not mainstream at all. It's not being gentrified in any way. Yeah. It's very, very much salt-of-the-earth people there. They're trying to help people. There's a lot of um, – clinics there that dispense uh, cannabis-style products as well, but, of course, there's a psychedelic aspect to everything there too, mate. Mm-hmm. I reckon you'd love it out there. So hopefully whoever's looking after you can get can take you out there in the Tarago or whatever you're travelling around in. Yeah, absolutely, man. That sounds like a good idea. Mm. Yeah, okay. So, mate, these... Uh, these shows, you know, I've already alluded to the fact that, you know, you are road warriors. And your partner in crime, and I know Ken's been there a long time as well, but I hope I'm pronouncing your guitarist, your other guitarist name correctly here, but Joby, you guys have been in forces now for a long time, but uh, is it a bit of a brotherhood or do you guys just sort of, you just get along through some cosmic coincidence? What, how would you describe the relationship between you two? Uh, uh, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's uh, beyond a brotherhood at this point. No, I mean, it's family. It's like, uh, you know, Joby and I, you know, we, we're tight, man. I mean, we're all tight in this group, you know I mean? Um, you know, Joby, you know, the, the band was his idea and, and, and I was, you know, his buddy and I, we were singing and uh, we were playing in another band together and, and he, he brought me into the, the Bronx because, you know, he, he thought it would be a good fit and, you know, we've been going ever since. So, I mean, it's like, you know, I, I mean, creatively, you know, we're able to push each other and motivate each other and, and, and inspire each other. Uh, and, you know, outside of that, I mean, you know, the reason that the band is, is still just, you know, going strong is just because, you know, I mean, we're all, we're all friends, you know, we're all yeah. super tight friends. We can be real with each other and we all, we all have a common goal, you know, I mean, we all love playing music. I mean, that's, 
it, it sounds kind of cheesy to say, but it's seriously just that simple. It's like, you know, you have a group of guys that, that love playing, you know, and it's like, that's, mm. that's the priority. That's the, that's the main goal is just to keep the band alive and keep everything going. Cause you know, it's, it's something that means the world to us and it's something that we need, you know, it's like something that, you know, it's not the source of all our happiness, but it's a big source of, 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 you know, of what we do and who we are, you know? So, uh, at this point, it's, uh, it, it means, it, you know, it means everything to us and the relationship that we have together, uh, you know, is what, is what keeps everything, you know, it what keeps everything moving forward, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I can definitely understand it. Yeah. It's, um, I've spoken to a lot of artists at this point in time and musicians, and it's amazing how similar the responses are when somebody, when two musicians or three musicians have been in forces for a long time. It gets a bit weird, though, when I'd love to interview somebody like Steven Tyler, though, about Aerosmith, because they're the only band that I'm aware of that have had the same lineup for about 50 years or however the hell long they've been going. So you can imagine there's probably been a lot of really interesting things happen in that time that has forced them away from each other and kept them, kept them together. So they're a bit different, but in terms of bands that play punk rock heavy metal or whatever it might be mate the responses are remarkably similar so good on you for that mate and i better let you go but before i do mate congratulations on a wonderful career to date long may you make bruising punk rock the way you have been la style mate and good luck on this tour around australia because there's a lot of sweaty punters mate that are really looking forward to these shows <coughs> hell yeah man thank you very much i appreciate that and uh you know thanks for the interview and and uh, hopefully next time, you know, we come out here, uh, you know, you'll be uh, you'll be out of school and, or, you know, <laughs> in, a, in a little bit of a better spot where you can come out and have a beer. I'd love that, brother. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, no worries, mate. Thanks very much, eh? Uh, all right, man. Thank you. All Cheers. Right, take care. Getcha. You have been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series and syndicating for the A-List online. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith, and that conversation featured... Matt from the band The Bronx. Thank you so much for listening.